Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 4 of the King of Rope. I, you know what, I'm just going to be honest, I did not want to make this podcast, I'm pissed off, I'm not even pissed, you know what, I was pissed once the game ended, but as I'm now, like, as I'm, like, talking to you, as I'm now, as I'm now, as I'm recording this, I'm just like, you know what, how many more times do we have to go, like, deal with results like these, and, you know, and, like, and, 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 like, shit the bed, and miss opportunities when, like, when opportunity is right at, at, at our fingertips, you know? And I felt like today we had a deep, we had a huge opportunity to beat Fiorentina away, and and tie with Napoli, uh, tie with Napoli as a joint top score top leaders in the league with Napoli being first in some goal difference. But anyways, still we would have been tied with Napoli on points in the league on the table, and that would have been an amazing result. Result, and that probably would have been like, and I felt like if you would have won that game. Um, that would give us huge confidence going into like other like you know future games. And even though this Wednesday we are facing Croton um, at home, honest to God, like I'm just pissed off. Like uh, how the, the way we lost to to that Fiorentina game. And personally, I didn't I didn't watch the um the Europa League game. Even though I said this week I was gonna watch, but I've since I've been very busy with school and just yeah I've been very busy with getting. Settle, settling in with school, I did not really have the time to watch that game. So, but regardless, I did have the time to, today to watch the Fiorentina game. But the, like, like what what pissed me off most is that we played our best game. We had our like that Fiorentina game was the best I've seen Roma play in a while, and we lost. Even though, even though the way we lost. Was like very spe- it's, it's very like controversial, depending on how because of the goal that the goal that was scored, how how Kalinic. I'm sorry that I don't give a shit if I butchered his name, but the number nine number from Napoli, Kalinic. Yeah, yeah, I think I got I got that. Right. I, I think I got that better. Kalinic was offside, and he took and in once when. Once when you know what to be honest, I don't remember who scored the goal. I know who scored. It was like started with a B, Badic, Badic. I'm not sure because I'm just remembering the name. I'm I'm probably butchering their name. Each name I'm pronouncing right now because right now I'm sick. I'm pissed off. I'm annoyed. I have better things to do. I I and then talk about Roma right now because like, I do not really want to talk uh, talk about the shit team right now. And I'm not gonna. And the reason why I'm saying the shit is because <sighs> right because I felt like. Even though today we have we played our best game, there were still things that pissed that there were still things that were like there were still certain players cough Sheko cough Sheko cough Sheko who shit who literally shot the bed, not even have a little not even like leave a little bit little bit of a poop drop literally literally shot the bed. Like even like and do you know what's funny? I have like I haven't seen like in a while like. Because usually when you only, when I when I'm watching games, I'm always like the one thing that 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 I always remember is how we always counterattack, and but and, and and we don't like play enough possession. We're always going for the counter. Today I saw a lot. I, today I saw like a lot of you know certain players stepping up to the plate and maintaining possession, such as Fazio and Strootman and like you know and Dorossi and like just the whole the midfield and the defense itself were were like maintaining that. 
were maintaining possession throughout the entire game. And I felt, and, and to be honest, like going like the beginning of the game itself, like you know, the start of the game was very tight. Like Fiorentina, and we were like it was a very tight game between Fiorentina and Roma. But then later on, we started to dominate that game. We started to make chances. But then Shecko, what would he do? He'd miss. You know why? Because it's a Shecko thing to do. And to be honest, now I realize that you know. Like, I try so hard, I really, really try so hard to, you know, always have optim, be optimistic for Jekyll. But to be honest, I can't. When, like, at, th- when, at times when the chance that he should be, she should be scoring, he misses it, like, he misses it as if it's the big, as if somehow, some way, it's the biggest difficult thing in the world to bury those chances. Whereas strikers, like, such as Milik or Icardi, or like, you know, even like, uh, even like uh, Luis Muriel or uh, freaking or you know or 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 or, or, or a lower to mid table league type track will be scoring, and it's pathetic. And you cannot blame the midfield or like or, or for like pre- or the, toward or the entire team for not creating chances. Because I because throughout the entire game I've seen like players such as Perotti even. But to be honest, even though this game was Perotti's worst in terms of how. Like, like, literally, the one thing that I respected about Fiorentina's game, even, like, you know, what, what personally got me mad, was how they isolated Parotti and Salah today. It's been, no, but the thing is, with Salah, my, the only reason I felt like my opinion, he, like, he, 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 he played, he played, he, he didn't have a good game because he let the, he let the Fiorentina fans get to him, and I felt like it was a smart decision for him to leave from El Shawari. but El Shawari did not do, and he did not bring, and to be honest, as much as I am an El Shawari fan, he didn't do shit. Towards the end of the game, he had the biggest chance to tie the game, but he missed. And it's moments like that that defines a player at big game situations. But guess what? He missed. And that's the difference between a good player and a great player. And right now, as we're not even a good player, he's, all, he's, he's playing really shit. And, you know, and, and, and worst of all, and worst of all, was Jekyll missing all his chances? And and even though right now I'm getting really heated and getting pretty pissed off, we played our best game. And we still lost. To, to a goal that should have been like ruled offside. What does that say? Like, And do you know what pisses me off most? The fact that a lot of people are blaming Chesney for that goal. But, but to be honest, he played his best game this season today. I was very pleased with his performance today. He made big match saves, big games, big match saves today. And then he missed that. He missed that goal. And the fact that we're gonna say, "Oh, if Alisson was on the pitch, he would have missed that." But may, you know what? Maybe he, maybe he would have said that. Maybe he did it. But who knows? Who knows? Then you know what's funny? I remember. Uh, I, I remember watching the highlights and Alisson like fumbling, fumbling, fumbling a header during the Europa League game that 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 went over his freaking arm. Are we criticizing him? Are we sh- are, 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 are we are we going for Alisson's head? But yeah, we're go- but yeah, but yeah. Even though Shedney played his best game today, and really, and at times, really, really, you know, showed the potential that he could actually have, you know, at, like you know, as a goalkeeper. 
We we're, we're we're crucifying him. We're crucifying Mets fans just because he made he he just because he could have. There's nothing he could have done. It was a good shot that he scored. It was a good shot, but that by that Fiorentina guy. I think I'm not sure if he was a left back or I think either a fullback or a midfield. I don't care. But it was a good shot by that Fiorentina player, and 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 he and he. There's nothing he could have done about done about. And besides, there were, right as soon as after the game, there was reports about how like you know Kalinic. Was like Kalinic was like blo- was blocking his view, so he, had, he didn't have any any uh, like he couldn't see very well and yada yada yada. But regardless, like excuses are not. Chesney had a great game today, and it is what it is. It is what it is, and 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 to be honest, like I'm I, like I'm not like like even though like I'm ranting right now and just off the top of my head like getting really heated. I'm gonna stick. To, I'm gonna go to the positives of this game. This Fiorentina game. We pl- we we were able to like create more chances, like than like than previous games. We were able. Uh, the defense has been the most solid it has been. Like I had not like to be honest. Out of the three players of Vermalen, Juan Jesus, or Fazio, Fazio was the man. He well he literally like besides Manolas. Literally, like you know, like was a rock. He was a boulder. He like he he, he was he was a, he was a, he was a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, he made a little mistakes there and there, but regardless, he was better than like compared to Juan Jesus during that Juan Jesus during that um during that Europa League game and like and and, and with Vermalen, who who gets red cards. Who who gets red cards at, at, in important in big match situations? We had like the end. That's what pisses me off most: the fact that we played our best game as a team and we still lost. And and it's just a matter. It, it, we were just not lucky. And and do you know what made me very happy at like watching the game was it was how the supporters were the supporters were getting behind us. Excuse, oh shit! Excuse me, I just literally. Like oh, hiccup or just like I let me just sip my water. Ah, back to what I was saying. What made me really, what made me really, what made me really happy and what really got me motivated, like what really got me optimistic and like literally like off the edge of my like you know my bed. I was watching this game off my laptop. Was the fans like you know? It was the fans showing their support. And remember, and and this goes back to my like the second ep- the first ep- the first episode I made. Like the very first episode that I made about fan support and how fan support is crucial to like you know to games like these away games and you know what and to be honest and when I saw that I was so I was so pleased with how like the fans were were, were getting behind the team and chanting and going and going and and it sh- basically overall showing the support to the players that are on the pitch because you know why because if you're showing support to the players that are on the pitch then you're motivating the players to give you a better performance so you can go home and be happy and and and, and say that wow. That was a good game that I saw. But unfortunately, even though we didn't get the result, I feel like us fans, we should take away this game as a positive more than a negative. Even though there was a lot, even though there were negatives that standed out, that standed out, that, that, that are overshadowing the positives. We should not be, we should not be, we should not be going, being, we should not be like go, going Hail Mary or, you know, just like, or basically, you know, like finding someone to blame. Yes, there's certain players who deserve the blame, like Jekyll, for example. And, and and you know and and El Shawari, you know my opinion, because I felt like there were t- there not one. You know what's funny? There was not one. There was there, there wasn't just one chance he he, he could have scored. There were two, two very good chances that he had. There was one that he had a great chance on, but he but he he, he fumbled. And there was a second one that he, that he could have easily scored, but yet it was saved. 
Bullet, but, and then Iturbi comes on. Oh my god. Iturbi, to be, I, I was begging. I literally was begging this entire game for either Paredes or Gearson to come in this game. Because to be honest, like, like, even I was happy that Tutti came in, but personally, I felt he should have came in a lot earlier or, or not. Or he should have should have came in a lot earlier, in my opinion. You know, because I felt like after like the 58th or 60th minute, like, or, or, or around that time, Parati was like not there. Was nothing Parati could have really have done, or or Salah comes on for Tati. And I felt like Paredes should have came in came in today, and he would have brought you know because I I don't know because I, I I just felt like I felt like we should at least made a risk today, but calculated risk as well. Because I felt the midfield was playing very solid. Schumann was having his best game I've seen in a long time. The rushes was solid. And Nangle was playing was, was playing really well. Was, was playing well as well. But I felt like, you know, if Spalletti wanted to, like, make an impact, I felt like he should have subbed in Paredes for, like, a midfielder. For instance, like, he should have subbed in, should, he should have subbed in Paredes for, like, a Dorossi, and he could have, like, and he could have played Nanglin or Schumann CDM. Schumann more than Nanglin, obviously. And then... Schumann over Nanglin at CDM, obviously. But regardless, he sh- I feel like he should have put Brang and Paredes for one of the midfielders, and then Paredes could have been that, cre- could have brought that creativity alongside Totti. Because after when Protti subbed off, the only person that I felt like was being the most creative was Totti, in my opinion. And and I felt like that, and that's what led to the, our, our loss. Because, you know, because we're only dependent on Totti to provide the services to, to, to the players, you know? And I felt like if Paredes would have came on, he would have had a better, he would have had a great impact. And then, do you know what? What I think, I feel like if we saw, we could have said on Paredes, A, it shows that we have a lot of faith in him, and B, it would be a test to see if he can deliver in big match situations. But you know what? Let this Wednesday, hopefully he starts. You know, and and we'll see, and we'll see, and you know, hopefully he starts because I feel like we we should like uh, I don't know, we should like at least rest the rest, rest the, we should at least rotate the squad for Wednesday's game in my opinion. But then again, like I feel like. With rotating the squad, like we, because in my opinion, we keep rotating the squad to a point where we don't have a starting, a concrete starting eleven, and and I felt like I felt like today's starting eleven was the best starting eleven we've had as an overall team, but the fact that it matters, we lost. We could have capitalized on Inter's, you know, blessing to tie with Napoli in the league. So now Napoli are leading the league with ten points. Juve are second, and now and we're third with a loss, with a with an L in our pocket, and not a W, and which is a damn fucking shame. And to be honest, it's not. This is probably gonna be the shortest podcast we've had yet because there's nothing really to talk about. Cause what can I say about the Europa League game? We should we tied we tied a team that we should have beaten. It's is it simple as that? It's as simple as that. You know, even though like I'm, everyone's praising Allison, you know, and rightly so, you know. But I feel like right now the like Allison has yet to have like truly proven himself. Yes, he had a great preseason, and yeah. You know he 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 he, 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 uh, he apparently according to like you know sources or whatever he's like. He, he he put in a besides a goal that he conceded he play, he played a very good game, you know in the Europa League game. But regardless, I'm just like 
I don't know what else, there's like what 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 what, we, what I can say about that like you know like what else to say and I don't want to end it there you know what I mean because like because besides that Fiorentina game and that other game there has not there hasn't been much on like within like much news and to be honest you know what I will say this if Jaco does not like I understand that it's good to be optimistic for certain players cuz 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 of the potential they can they can truly have to like you know to perform like when necessary but I'm going to I'm, I'm going to 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 give a timeline I'm going to give a timeline for Jaco in my opinion cuz to be honest last season it was understandable why he didn't he didn't perform cuz Adjusting to different league, yada yada yada, blah blah blah, all that bull, all that bull crap. But now, I'm gonna give a deadline to till January. I think January is fair enough. I feel like January is fair enough, um, or January to at least at least towards the end of January. To at least you know I'll give it to at least the end of January, and if Jekyll isn't performing. And if Jekyll isn't banging in those goals, and if Jekyll is not not gonna be the number nine that we bought that that we that we that we des- that we desperately needed, or that that, that 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 we desperately need right now, then Jekyll out. There I said it. Cause I'm so cause cause thing the last thing we need right now is a is a striker that chokes. In big game situations, when while we're chasing for the title, and if this is Tuti's last season, you know, enough as it is, like I like you know, like that's what pisses. Like I don't want to keep resorting to that, you know, that like to that like to that to that argument. Oh, how this is Tuti's not not an argument, but like this resort. To, oh, it's Tuti's last season. You know, like we always have to perform well. No, we cannot just resort to like playing well because it's Tuti's last season. We have to play because we have because we need to have that desire to truly win games in big match situations, especially especially when Juve lose. And how often do they lose? Exactly. The only the only the only the only team that benefited this week was Napoli. To not to Napoli fans out there that maybe listen to this podcast. Hopefully you enjoy this for now, because for all you know, Juve are probably gonna bounce back. You know, Inter are probably gonna like you know use use this game as confidence to like you know to win some games now, and plus with the form the card with the form that Cardi is in at the moment, and like, and what what does that leave us? Are we going to continue to let this Porto game? Affect us as play? Uh, no, not us, but like affect the team. As players, to the coaching staff, to even the management. You know what? I said what I have to. I said what I need to say. There hasn't been much that's been going on through this week in terms of like you know Astroma or Astroma news, knowledge or whatever. You know, and I'm just gonna leave it there. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this like this this podcast. Yes, this probably is the shortest one I've had yet, but. I can't like, like, like. What is there really left to say? Like, really, what is there really left to say? And besides, I'm like super sick right now. 
and I'm probably and I have a like the, the I have a headache and a fever at the same time and I have a stuffy nose. Still no excuse, and even still no excuse. But regardless, you know, there's not much to say about like about this team right now. Instead of the same old shit that 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 us that our supporters have been saying for the long since like for how long now, and I'm getting I'm giving Jacko till a certain day until a certain time. Time period till ja- till January of twenty seventeen, and if he's not performing, then we should be desperately looking for a new striker. Period. Because I'm so tired of dealing with medioc mediocrity. While we should be going out to get the best players that fit this that that fit this team, we need a number nine. We got Jeko. He's not at the moment. He he's not working. He is not working. Do I believe he still has a chance to like you know recover and turn it around? Yes, I do. But if he, but but I'm giving him till Jan till at least January of twenty seven to at least the end of the season. January no January uh, by January of twenty seventeen I start to panic. By night by the end by by May of twenty seventeen, by to the end in by May of twenty seventeen. If if I don't see Jacob at least. Double digits. Not even. Not like. I'm not like. No, I'm not saying. You know. I'm not like. Not. I'm not getting. I'm not even like twenty plus goals. Not even breaking double. If he does not break double digits, we should be. We should be. We should be. We should be looking for a new striker. The club needs to be looking for a new striker, and we should cut our ties off, Jacko. I understand. I understand that you know we have to give time for players to develop, but at this point, like, we're chasing for the title. This could, possibly, this could possibly be Totti's last season with the club. I cannot, like, no, us supporters cannot afford mediocrity. What, like, especially when play, when, when Totti's retiring and we're chasing for the league title. Overall, I, I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast. Like, please, please give me a follow on underscore the king, is, the king of Rome. Like, again, I'm going to repeat this because I, I, I sort of butchered what I just said. Underscore the King of Rome on Twitter. I'll occasionally tweet, you know, tweet, you know, some like I'll occasionally tweet, you know, any updates on like the upcoming podcast that's coming on this week, you know, and and hope and I, and I really, really, really encourage you guys to like you know message me to see how like things are going with the podcast and what can I improve to like you know make this podcast better for you guys, you know, because I didn't want to do this podcast today because to be honest, like I'm pissed right now, like just talking about this team pisses me off, but you know what? I was like, you know what? For the sake of getting this podcast to be the best podcast for for like AS Roma supporters and for football itself, because to be honest, my goal, my goal, my sub goal is to be the best podcast for AS Roma supporters. But my main goal, my true goal, is to be the best football football podcast out there. So I really hope you guys, you know, spread the word. I really hope you guys like support. I really hope you guys really support this podcast and like like you know continuing to come every single week to listen to great quality content, and from a guy who's really passionate about the team that he supports and the and the, and the sport that he loves. Lastly, thank you so much for everybody who's listening, and I'll see you guys next week.